game is played by adults going over adult content. You've been warned. Welcome to Yes Please, the D&D podcast companion to Check Please. This podcast series takes place between episodes of the main Check Please series and goes into more detail and depth about specific people and events. The timeline for this episode takes place in canon right around episode 26 of the main series. Time will pass, because of course it will, and it'll probably put us somewhere closer to, let's say the 14th of November-ish, around there. We don't need a specific date. This is this can float. Okay. So, the last time we had a little session, you went back home for the night, after you managed yep. to get the cart to yourself. Yes. You talked to Gro for a little bit about... You know, wanting to return home, sort of, you know, not, uh, uh, about your eye, about lots of things, actually. There was, there was mm-hmm. a pretty, pretty, pretty decent conversation was had, and some time will have passed from that point. Now, you left that letter for your mother, and, yeah. uh, with instructions for Gro to hand that over. So, that letter has been received, and uh, we'll say in the intervening days that uh, Gro will have reported back to you that while she does not quite understand your, your reasoning, she is respectful of your decision and expects to see you in person soon. Oh my. And their words, or at least close to their words, they said that if you had time to return home to visit your fiancé, then you had time to return home to visit your parents. Ooh, yeah. But does that mean Gro didn't get in as much trouble as we thought he would? That's correct. That's good. Because the scuttlebutt from the servants was that Gro was with some other young woman, but luckily the letter sort of exonerated him. So the ser- the servants still wanted to spread gossip and, and rumors, but most of them were inaccurate. And Gro faced no real backlash. That's aside, good. aside from a few snickers and glances from servants. Ugh. I'm curious who he talked to at the door. Was it just a servant? You never asked him. I did not ask him. I guess I'll ask him tonight. So I imagine Sol's been pretty good about talking to Grow every night while they're keeping watch. Okay. Just to have like a little conversation with each other? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Keep each other company for the evening. So in that case, he's giving you regular updates on the process for constructing that new device for you. Ooh. And he's also hinted that he had a surprise that he was working on acquiring for you. It's definitely piqued Soul's interest, but they're also like, I thought the surprise was the eye, so they have no idea. Like I said, that'll put us roughly to the, say, the 14th of November, so just about outside of Ville completely. Are there any landmarks? Not really. There's a forest far to the north that everyone avoids. Yeah. Um, you can yeah. just barely see it on the horizon, and it looks like the trees there are very large, but also a bunch of trees look almost like they have leaves that are that are pure white in color. Ooh, bad voodoo forest. <laughs> <laughs> and we're pretty close. Well, not like physically, but we're starting to get close. Slight crossroad. Um, 
the crossroad is another day away, right? Thirty-five. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. You mean that the crossroad is to your east? Yeah. Yes. So what that crossroad is, if you were to continue east, it would lead you to the gate of the Great Wall of Kintal, which is okay. uh, an, an enormous wall that the Kintal Empire constructed a long time ago to keep foreigners out. Interesting. Uh, as far as you know, no one ever gets in there, and every so often someone comes out of there. But for the most part, it's just a dead border. Very few people go in or out of that way. Huh. So it's not like a trade road or anything. It's very ill-used, so it's not even dangerous because there's no bandits because there's no trade. Weird. So the road is poorly kept. If you were to go on that road, it would be full of you know downed trees or branches or rocks or just poorly maintained parts of the road that maybe got flooded out during a rainstorm or all sorts of other mm-hmm. things because, like I said, nobody uses it. Gotcha. But the road so... you're on is a trade road between Ville and the city of Zareth. Now, the trade traffic is fairly low, but there are caravans that go by somewhat frequently. Every day or so, you're passing a pretty large-sized caravan. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're passing traffic constantly, but there is still a fair amount of trade happening out here. So Sol's been pretty good continuously having conversations at night with Gro and pretty much taking almost all the shifts for staying up and watching everyone because they're nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I sleep the less, so... Mm-hmm. Right. You don't need to sleep as much as the rest of the party, so why not? And so, the night finally comes where they're like, you know, it's been like almost ten days straight where I've done this. I think I would just like to, you know, enjoy the carriage a little again, if that's okay with everyone. It's just mm-hmm. one night out of many. <laughs> make so a, many. Make a perception check. Okay. Uh, ooh, ooh, that's a uh, 20? Right, a 20. Yeah, your perception's getting pretty good. You notice a look from Karis. Sort of an incredulous look from Karis. But she doesn't say anything. Oh, Saul's gonna poke it. Everything okay, Karis? I don't think it's my place to say. Especially not in front of everyone else. Okay, okay. We can talk later if you want. That would be fine. Okay, but still savvy about the cart, everyone? Yeah, well, we're assuming they agree. Yeah, we're gonna just say they do. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna speak for them. So we'll we'll just. Either assume. way, Sol would figure out a way to. Yeah, I mean, it, we we yeah. imagine it wouldn't be that difficult for you to find a way to have the cart for yourself as usual. Yeah. At least every five days or so. Besides, I bought it. It's mine. Right. It's your cart anyway. So. All right. So you end up getting the cart to yourself that night, and the rest of the party yeah. ends up sleeping out under the stars. And waiting for everyone to fall asleep then. Okay. About 30 minutes after you get the cart to yourself, there is a gentle knock at the cart door. Sol opens the door? You see Karis standing there with her arms crossed. And Sol's just sitting crisscross on the floor of the carriage, because they're just waiting. (laughs) They look really confused. Is something the matter? May I come in? Uh, Sure, have a seat. So, like, gestures over to one of the bench chairs, pretty much. Good. They get up on the other side seat Okay. to face them. All right, so sitting across from each other in the carriage, Karis sort of clasps her hands in her lap and thinks for a second before starting. So... So... Uh, <clears throat> well, your, your behavior's been a little bit strange since we left Hartenshin, and I'm not sure why you... Well, why you aren't being more honest with the rest of the group. <clears throat> what, what do you mean? She kind of cocks her head to the side. Um, 
Well, you are wearing new gloves that you got out of nowhere, and, well, you you sort of showed up well after the rest of the group woke up about five days ago in damp clothing uh, uh, without ever actually... It was the morning dew. She kind of just gives you like a, a deadpan stare. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not an idiot, so... Sorry. I'm if, used to everyone else. If you... <laughs> if you feel like you don't want to talk about this or if you can't trust me, I understand and I'll leave you alone. Okay, so Soul is just sitting and their legs were like down. Pretty basic sitting position for a bench. They kind of take one of their legs and they start to prop it up on the bench and they take the other and they do the crisscross kind of sitting. They adjust till that's comfy. Arms forward a bit on the knees, just looking at the floor, thinking. I find that my companions are usually very judgy, and I find telling them about my personal life never ends up being that great. So I don't like sharing stuff with them as much. Karis nods. Well, I'm I know I'm I'm new to your group, so I I don't want to overstep any boundaries. I just wanted to make sure that you were okay. Oh. Um and then Sulk started ruffling their own hair and kind of blushing. Well, I, I feel like I'm doing pretty great lately. Thought I've been in a decent mood. Yes, and I just want to make sure that you're not splitting your attention too much. Um, Sol's smile kind of drops, and they look unsure, but also kind of a little hurt by the comment. I mean, I have a goal in mind. I know what we need to do. We've just been traveling. It takes time. And, and that's fine. I just, if you rush off somewhere and, well, you're split off from the group and we can't help you... Why would I need to be helped? I know you've all taken on challenges that any one of you couldn't face on your own. And if you go somewhere and something were to happen to you while you were gone, or something were to happen to the rest of us while you were gone, it would be more dangerous than it needed to be. So just, Mm. with whatever you're doing, just be careful, right? They start to nibble on one of their thumbnails. Do you think it's an issue if I'm gone in the evenings from time to time? I'm sort of new to this, so I don't I don't know for sure. It just I mean, none of the others disappear, so I just wanted to make sure that well, that you wouldn't. I am um, and so like starts twiddling their fingers a little bit. I, I guess I I've would just, been I'm sorry. I would just, I'd want to make sure that, with, that wherever you were going you would come back from. Oh! I'll definitely come back. You don't have to worry. I've got someone on my side who will take me wherever I want. Well, just be careful, okay? I will. Looks Thank at your... you for worrying about me. She looks at your gloves again. And, um, I guess tell, tell Gro I said hi. Soul, like, freezes up. How do you know his name? Oh, Lavette told me about him. I mean, I sort of just put two and two and two together. With the gloves, the disappearing. I mean, oh. it's not really that terribly hard to figure out, I don't think. I just imagine, well, I imagine the others just haven't put much thought into it. Yeah, they're usually more concerned with themselves. Well, like I said, just be careful, okay? I will. Gro's been very nice. I had the wrong opinion of him when I was younger. By a year. (laughs) But he's been very wonderful, and it's nice to be able to 
talk to someone who's where I'm from and just be able to spend time there without having the baggage of staying, I guess. Karis nods. Well, I suppose I'll leave you to it then. And so, like, touches Karis's shoulder, tries to do a quick ruffle, and then pulls her hand back. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I promise I'll be safe. She uh, opens the little door and steps out into the night. Have a. I hope you sleep well. Have a good night. (laughs) You too. She gently closes the door behind her. Sulk opens one of the windows to kind of watch what she's doing. She walks out, and there's the cloaked figure that has been following her all the time was standing outside. Mm -hmm. As soon as she walks out, it swallows right behind her. It's about probably one step behind her at all times. She goes over to where she has a bedroll laid out. She lays out on it, and this this figure just stands almost ominously over her while she sleeps. Gross. And Sol waits to, like, watch her breathing pattern slow down. Mm -hmm. It takes a little while, but eventually it does. Then they pull their ring up and say grow and do it. Same as the other times at this time of night. You hear tree frogs. Ribbit. <laughs> ribbit to you. Ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> the tree frogs are certainly noisy tonight, aren't they? Yeah, but some would say they're cute. Hmm. I think they're cute. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that, I suppose. Would need to see them in person, though. Well, tonight I uh, requested off from watching the campfire. Oh, that's excellent news. <laughs> are you about ready then? Uh, yep. Let me get out of the carriage and see what I can see around me. And so Sol hops out of the carriage, probably too little excitedly, and then the horses kind of start to get startled, and then they're like, oh wait, it's our idiot elf owner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, shh, 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 Okay. And then they go to look around, and all they see is that forest, and they're just like, ooh. So, what's the forest's name again? Uh, that forest is called the Jagged Torrents. Okay. It's, um... It's not a good place. Yeah. So, we're quite south from the Jagged Torrents, but I do, wouldn't exactly recommend concentrating on the forest too much, but more south. South of that. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll, I'll try to focus in on you. Wish me luck. Good luck. Don't get eaten by a weaver. <laughs> okay. There's a slight distortion in the air about 20 feet from you. Grow sort of appears in a rush of pressure. Soul skips up to him. Hello! Upon seeing you, he is immensely happy, as usual, and he sort of <clears throat> picks you up off the ground and does a spin <clears throat> before setting you back down. <laughs> I missed you. And I missed you. <clears throat> it's been a while. I've been counting the days. Each one becomes more painful. How many days? It's been a full five. So? He leans in. Yes? I was wondering... Yes? What you would like to do tonight? Well, I mean, we can do whatever you'd like, of course, but I also have a little something that I managed to find that I wasn't sure if it was something you would enjoy or not, but he sort of looks like semi-embarrassed and he scratches the back of his head. It's a bit of a surprise for you, I suppose. Yeah? Is it back home or is it with you right now? It's it's back home, but we don't have to do that immediately if you don't want to. Sulk looks around the surrounding areas. Well, there's not a lot here to do. Very well. We can we can do that if you'd like. <clears throat> just, uh, he holds his hands out to you. Sol just runs up to hug him. <laughs> he laughs and casts the teleportation spell. Uh, with a rush of wind, you're again surrounded by warmer air. 
You can hear the sound of tree frogs, and you are underneath a gazebo. Ribbit. Oh, you're right. They are quite breathtaking. <laughs> I said they were cute. He leans in and gives you a kiss. Welcome home. Thank you. It's very nice to be back, especially with you. It's Mostly little... because of you. His smile gets a little <laughs> bit wider. Anything you would like to do? <clears throat> Anything you would like to see? The grounds <clears throat> are yours, as always. Ours? <laughs> yes, of course. I don't know. I was wondering something. Anything. What, what kind um, of... You promised you didn't get in trouble or anything because of mm, our little bathroom mishap? <laughs> I can survive a few looks from the servants. Ugh, gossips. That uh, gives them something to do, I guess. You think they couldn't just be satisfied with being well paid? He shrugs. I suppose <clears throat> it's in everyone's nature. I can't be too angry with them. I just don't want people harassing you. It's far from harassment to get a chuckle or a look every so often. No. I'd say something. Like, stop it. I promise you, if it becomes difficult, I will tell them. Good. Or just call me, and then I'll tell them off. Of course. He gives you a playful bow. I would have it no other way. I thought we were done with all that. He gives you a a, sort of a sly look. Never dream of such a thing. Sol, like, rolls their eyes and sticks their tongue out at him. As is becoming customary, he attempts to kiss you. Yeah, the tongue's back in the mouth. More of a, I know what you're up to. A more defiant look is on Sol's face. Not this time. Got you. They kind of tousle their hair a little bit and look around. <sighs> the evening looks much the same as the last time you were here. The garden yeah. is kept in pristine condition. Kind of miss the daytime here, too. That's entirely up to you if you would like to come here during the day. Ooh, I would, and yet I don't think I can leave my uh, group in the daytime. They are useless without me. Also, I think that since the last time, they sort of know that you come in the night, so it's possible that, well, it's possible that there are still people awake today. Do you mean... Your mother? Is... yeah. He nods. It's possible. I would hope that she would have the decorum to wait to be approached to, to speak with you, but I'm not sure. Perhaps she'll just appear out of thin air. Like you. He smiles. Sometimes. Well, I prefer you over my mother any day. (laughs) Well, that's good to hear. But I've seen you appear out of thin air before as well. Yeah, this is true. Oh. (laughs) Sol, like, kind of looks more nervously around. I should keep comments to myself. Possibly, depending on Mm. whom is listening and whom else is possibly here. Sol instinctively goes around his back and clings to his cloak and (laughs) looks around nervously. (laughs) Oh, Don't worry, I'll protect you, he sort of says in an overly heroic voice. (laughs) Soul rolls their eyes. Uh Uh-huh. From my mother? (laughs) Well, no, not her. (laughs) And Soul punches him in the back. I know not to pick fights with people I can't beat. Uh, Me too. They're both afraid of their mother. (laughs) (sighs) Well, I suppose we should have more decorum today and... Just go ahead and rip the band-aid off, might as well. Oh, if you're sure. I mean, I wasn't wasn't trying to push you. Sulk looks around and then kind of tugs him down to get his ear. He leans in close. Well, that way, the sooner that's done, we can do other things and not worry about people being around. He shrugs. Or we could just go somewhere that we can ensure privacy. Sulk tilts their head, unsure of what he means. There are rooms with doors. Yes, there are plenty of rooms with doors and plenty of people who have door sight. Really? You 
think someone would sneak a peek through a door. Soul crosses their arms and raises their eyebrows and like, I at least know a halfling. Well, I should hope people would have a little bit more respect than that. You'd be surprised. I don't have much faith in people's respects nowadays. He shrugs. Well, then I leave the decision to you. I don't know. It feels weird talking to mom after. And Sulk stops and just blushes after, um, things. <laughs> Bath so, things? Anything. You know. Well, I'm I don't know. Sure she would understand. We are promised to one another, after all. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It just feels weird about my mom knowing something like that, and I just don't even want to think about it. He chuckles. Yeah, very well. Do you not want me to talk to her? He shrugs. It's your business entirely one way or the other. I mm-hmm. would honestly rather not influence your decision. Since they're still behind him, they just take his cloak and go around behind him from inside the cloak. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just hide here. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> no one will see me. All right, well, just follow my lead then. <laughs> and so hugs him around the waist and attempts to match his walking. <laughs> Laughing, he takes you into the house. So, like, peeks their head out once they get into the courtyard glass room. He walks you across the estate until eventually he comes to his own chambers. They poke their head out again. Did anyone notice me? I think we managed it. Good. (laughs) He chuckles as he opens the door and allows you to exit from inside his cloak. I like to think Sol kind of does that a little fast and then just runs towards the bed and belly flops into it. Okay, you hop into the room and you notice that the room has changed quite a bit since the last time you were here. They sit up on the bed and look around. You notice that some of the arcane tables have been removed completely and a small, div- like a couple of dividers, sort of the sort that are mobile, standing mm-hmm. standing room dividers, have been added to the middle of the room along with a, a couple of standing mirrors. Mirrors? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the kind that, the kind that are on the stand that are about as tall as a person. Long mirror. Yeah. So walks over to one and is just looking around. It's like, um it's part of the surprise I, I had for you. Okay. And Sol just looks very unsure and not exactly sure what to think of this. I he he looks terribly embarrassed. After our last encounter, we well, you told me something and it got me thinking. What did I say? Sol has no idea. Well, I mean we don't we don't have to do this immediately. I mean, it's it's up to you if you want the surprise now or later. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm terrible at guessing stuff. Soul's just looking around the room and just walking around, and they're tapping the side of their face with their hand, and they just keep looking around. Mm-hmm. Huh. They're just trying to figure it out. They just look a little lost. Whatever this surprise is, it's definitely surprising, because I don't know what it is. <laughs> he, he laughs. Um... Well, um, I suppose there's there's nowhere to go but forward, so he clears his throat. Would you mind stepping over here? He kind of gestures you to stand in front of the mirror. So, like, kind of like, you know, their eyes get a little more slit, and they have a very <laughs> suspicious look, but they go over. He gestures you to stand right there, uh, and when you do, he, he moves the divider to kind of seal it off, so you're in like a little cube made of room dividers. It's just you and the standing mirror. Okay. You hear another divider move while you're inside, so you assume he must be on the other side of that. Okay. Um, if you if you wouldn't mind <clears throat> uh, disrobing, they instantly do like that self hug thing where they're just how forward. Oh, okay. They start to like work on their many belts. 
and they keep glancing around because they're just unsure of what's happening. It takes a bit of time, but eventually they get to it. Okay, so you disrobe. Now, how mm-hmm. much? Completely or just partially? Shirt's gone. I think the binding and underwear's still on. Okay. Are you are you all done over there? I I think so. And they, <laughs> even though they still have their binding on, they kind of have their arms crossed over their chest instinctively. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of strange to undress in front of a mirror, obviously. Typically. Yeah. Uh, so there, there you are standing nearly in the buff. And from the other side of the divider, uh, Gro's hand m- move up and lay a single, well-glossed black belt across the top of the divider. Sol just looks up. <laughs> lays it over so it's kind of hanging half on each side. Yeah. Um, I, after I, after we had our, our talk last time, I, I had an idea and I wanted to, um, I wanted to try something. I wasn't, I wasn't sure how you would, well, I wasn't sure how you'd react entirely, so forgive me for not explaining everything to you in advance. Just sort of trust me on this, I guess. Okay. And Sol's at the point where they're like slowly standing there awkwardly, just like looking around at this little divided room. And they slowly start lean on at least like one leg where they're starting to get to almost a squatting position of just sitting, but they're trying to stand still and they're just looking up. Mm-hmm. They're a bit more crouchy and being like, what the fuck is happening? Um, this, this belt here, go ahead and take that, please. Okay. Soul hops up and grabs it and just is looking it over. Craftsmanship is very high. It's a black glossy belt with loops, with one loop on the front that's sort of clasped with a circle and an arrow. Okay. Hmm. Do, do I put this on? Um, yes. But don't, don't freak out. Okay. How long is this belt, though? Like, um, a hip length, or...? Yeah, the, the belt's meant to be worn around your waist, I guess. Or well, Soul wears right a lot of hips. belts, so yeah, there sorry. needs to be specifics. <laughs> it's long enough that it can comfortably fit you pretty much wherever you want to wear it. Okay. It seems to be able to cinch down quite a bit. And it's far, far larger around than your circumference. Interesting. Okay. So, like, tries to get it on themselves as much as they can. Okay. You have no trouble donning it. And when you latch the clasp, sort of, you're sort of just standing there in your undergarments and now this belt. Mm-hmm. When it latches, you can feel it sort of magically adjust to your size. So it sort of shrim- trims itself down and adjusts to your to like fit you perfectly. Huh. They wiggle it around. That's surprisingly comfy. Then you feel something else. You feel sort of um a almost like a bubbling sensation. Your abdomen. Okay. And you feel your skin begin to tingle and feel warm all across your entire body. Okay. So Soul's gonna start to crouch down a little bit. It's not bad, but they're also like they don't understand what's happening, so they're just waiting mm-hmm. to see what happens, but, like, in a more concentrative way. Okay. I need you to roll one D20. D20? Yes. Okay. And don't roll a one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to breathe a big sigh of relief, because that would have been awkward. Okay. So, you feel, like you said, your skin began to tingle, and mm-hmm. the strangest sensation of the world shrinking around you slightly as if everything around you is getting slightly smaller. Mm-hmm. The mirror begins to shrink a little bit. The divider shrinking a little bit. Make a perception check. <laughs> 20. Awesome. Okay. So with a 32 perception check, you realize very quickly that the world is not shrinking. You are, in fact, growing slightly. 
Okay. Do you, I look at myself? <laughs> you look at yourself and see some strange physical changes are taking place. Okay. The first thing you notice is that your wrappings on your chest are becoming, are, they feel loose. Okay, so I guess I take that off? You notice that your skin is becoming slightly more, slightly rougher. Mm-hmm. You notice that your chest seems to be shrinking, and you notice that looking in the mirror, your jawline seems to be filling out slightly. Bro? When you say that, you notice your voice has deepened a little bit. Oh my god. What color is my hair? <laughs> your hair is the same color. Same color. Same color, same length, even the same style. But the rest of you has not stayed the same, it appears. I see. And you can see that whatever this belt is, it has caused a rapid and seemingly full-bodied change to you. <laughs> Soul's just staring in the mirror and touching their face a bunch. You kind of honestly look a bit like your father. Oh, no! <laughs> I mean, a bit. You still have the eye color of your mother, and... I guess my hair color is the same as his, though. Yeah, that your, hair color, your hair color is like his anyway, but now you sort of just seem to have more masculine features. Hmm. Because you have seemingly uh, transformed into an elf male. So Soul's just kind of fascinated and staring in the mirror. They've got like one arm holding their elbow as they've got their head perched on their fist. Mm -hmm. They're just leaning over and inspecting every inch. Mm -hmm. This is fascinating. You see some clothes get stacked up on the divider. They appear to be cut for a male. Soul looks up and is like, is that... Is that for me? You hear a voice respond, yes, but the voice is not that of Groves. I think Soul's kind of figured out what's happened, but they're still like, this is so weird. But they're going along with it. <laughs> the, the voice is feminine. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so Soul like goes and grabs the clothing and puts it on. What does the clothing look like? It's, it's some of his clothing. Okay. <clears throat> it's what he had on hand. Mm-hmm. So, clothes are on. Mm -hmm. Did he leave me a cloak? <laughs> <laughs> it's undergarment, shirt, and pants. Gotcha. No, no cloak. So, souls just kind of slowly inspecting themselves as they put on clothing, and they're just like, oh, this feels weird. Oh, why is everything so heavy? Oh. <laughs> you hear that same feminine voice say, is everything all right over there? Y yeah, it's fine. Surprising. Very surprising. How are you? Good, I think. Yeah? I guess I'll let you be the judge. Do I do I send my clothing over? Sorry, I actually helped myself to something from your room. You went in my room? I mean, I figured it wasn't too big of a breach of privacy. Uh, it's fine, I just hate it there. This actually fits fairly well. Oh god. <laughs> what did you get? Soul starts to try to move the divider. Okay, you push your way out of the divider with ease. Uh, the divider's just some cloth with some wood. Mm -hmm. And push it out of the way and go back into the room proper. And you see a, an elven woman who mm -hmm. is a bit shorter than you now, with silver hair with black roots, very much like Gro's hair, except the rest of them has changed. Sol just looks over and is just like, I think you look better in it than me, actually. Gro laughs, which comes out as like a, a giggle. And they seem sort of surprised at the sound that they made. How did you come up with this idea? Well, you mentioned that you weren't comfortable with being called mistress, and then you said that you didn't feel comfortable with 
well, femininity, I guess? Yeah, it's complicated. So I, I figured I could maybe try something different with you. Sure. This is definitely souls padding their new muscly chest. Because <laughs> I kind of like to imagine souls a little squishy, actually. Mm-hmm. Just in general. No, this didn't change. They may run around and stuff. They're mm-hmm. just kind of a little squish. Yeah, no, this didn't change your stats at all. So, no, I didn't think so. I mean, Soul has 13 strength, so they're, they're, no, they're no pushover. They ain't no pansy. Exactly. But there's, there's pecs there instead of bubbles. Yeah. So this is something very interesting to them. Mm-hmm. They're just patting that area like it's so flat. Is that all right? Yeah, it's just really different. And they look like they're kind of enjoying themselves as they just keep patting their chest. You can see that Gro is starting to blush heavily. Did I, did I do something? I think so. Hmm. They kind of look embarrassed. Soul goes over and is, I think their hands have gone to like, a bit of a T-Rex because they're not used to like being taller. So they're kind <laughs> of looming over a little bit. What? What did I do? Uh, nothing. Nothing. It's just, hmm. they're kind of choking on their own words. Soul starts scratching the side of their face. They pat grow on top of their head. <laughs> Enjoy being taller than me, huh? It's different and kind of fun. You're so tiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sulk starts to poke Grow a little around the cheeks. Look at you. <laughs> You're Gro- so cute. Kirk looks at you flatly and takes a step back and points at you with a bunch of faux authority. Bow. Soul raises their eyebrows. Oh. Grow nods solemnly. Kneel down. <laughs> Soul rolls their eyes but does so. There. Good. Good. Now what? I'm not really sure. I didn't I didn't think this through. <laughs> and Sulk stands back up and flips their hair. Alright. Oh, this feels... Does it always feel this weird when your body isn't made to support your hair? And Sulk's trying to wrap it around weird and then starts to look around for something to tie it with. You're able to find something relatively quickly. A, a strip of leather. Sulk grabs that and ties their hair so that it's in a ponytail. Which makes them look even more closely like their father. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's better. So do I get to tell you to bow now, or what was that? Well, I just figured the turnabout was fair play from that alley, if you recall. Well, I don't have a cloak on, so it doesn't have the same effect when I bow. Grow gestures to one of their cloaks hanging up a peg near the door. Soul's face just kind of says, and I I did this to myself. They pout a little, and then they go, like, walk over, put on the cloak, Mm -hmm. and then they, like, take one side, and they, like, but when they start to, like, lean over to bow, they push one end up so it has a big flourish up. Mm-hmm. And then they put their arm back to bow. And then they look up with a really dorky smile. Grow laughs Yes, milady. <laughs> Grow looks a little embarrassed and says, I think I would like a kiss. Yes. And Sol stands up. I haven't even figured out how to kiss with this body. Oh, God. <laughs> and so Sol walks over. Still probably gets, like, way too close because they haven't figured out the whole distance thing with height yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're over, grow a bit, and then they start to bring their hand down to cup his chin like they normally do. And then they're like, oh god, my hand's huge. And so instead they take their thumb and their index finger and lift up his chin. And then they lean over to kiss him. So then Sulk leans back after the kiss and is just looking for, like, a reaction. Gross face seems to be sort of red and flushed. That was acceptable. Is this how I normally sound? Is that what I normally talk like? Well, I suppose if we're doing full roll reversal. Yeah. And then Gro leaps up 
and puts their arms around you. And so, like, instinctively just grabs you around the waist so that you don't fall. <laughs> They're so stiff. So that's what that feels like. I'm sorry. <laughs> Grow laughs again. And and so I'll keep holding him until he wants to go down, I guess. So, do you want me to refer to you a certain way with pronouns? Grow looks sort of confused. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, this... This body's definitely different, but I i guess I feel the same. Oh, okay, do well, you, if... How do you feel? The same? And Sulk shrugs and laughs. But body-wise, different? I don't know, my brain's not my body. Does that make sense? Is my brain actually still in here? <laughs> I mean, this is so fascinating. Technically, <laughs> yes. The the belt is supposed to only change your, your body, so... Mm-hmm. And so, like, kind of sets grow down, begins pat their arms and stuff, kind of feel the more natural muscle that a male body has. Mm. And they're just kind of squeezing and looking. Wow, that is convenient. <laughs> they look up at grow or look down at grow. There you go. <laughs> you know, either way, I mean, I do like some male honorifics, but. They and them still feels right. I kind of just feel like I'm in the middle. The shrug was the best explanation I got. <laughs> okay, I, I think I understand. I, I kind of feel silly now. What? No, you look so cute. Soul goes to like kind of squish <laughs> Gross face again. You're adorable. I think I think I must have just gotten the wrong idea from our last talk. It's just both don't exactly feel right, but both also feel right at the same time. Soul's just brushing Gro's hair from his eyes and just looking at him. It's complicated. I'm sorry it's confusing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for... I'm sorry for assuming. It's okay. It's, it's hard for people to understand to begin with, but this isn't... Soul does a gesture for the body and stuff, and it's just like, this isn't bad. It's kind of fun. But I'm still gonna feel the way I do, no matter what. I don't know if that's some sort of dysphoria, but I'm just me, and I guess I'll always be me. Is that okay? Actually, make a perception check. Okay. If you wouldn't mind. That was a 17. Uh, 17. Alright. Girl looks a little sort of shell-shocked a bit. So, so you, I suppose there's something else I should tell you then. Soul, like, tilts their head. Um, take, take off the belt. Soul takes off the belt. Right, you remove the belt, nothing happens. Their face kind of freezes. Um, now what? Um, well, see, Gro also removes the belt around themselves and tosses it to the ground. I thought that this is what you wanted. And so, like, <laughs> just puts their face in their palm. I see. Are you mad at me? <laughs> Soul actually looks like they're trying not to laugh. No, I'm not mad. I'm actually think this is really funny. <laughs> funny what's funny about this <laughs> it sounds so cute <laughs> and so like starts lean on their knees to laugh <laughs> Gro takes a step you forward Gro takes a step forward and starts poking you what <laughs> you need to take this more seriously <laughs> I can't you're not oh and like so like takes their hands and just squishes Gro's face look at you and you you're adorable and I'm huge. Look at my hands. They're like monsters. <laughs> Gross sort of cracks up a bit and laughs along with you. 
So you don't have any way to, like, reverse this, huh? Crow kind of really <laughs> kind of stays silent for a second. Would, would that be a problem? I mean, the body's definitely not mine. I mean, you're welcome to stay whatever sex you want, or gender, you know. I've accepted my body a long time ago, but it was just pronouns I wanted to change. <laughs> Girl kind of like scratches and, the peck of their head. I, um, I really kind of misunderstood this whole situation, didn't I? Soul, like, at this point, is on their knees just cracking up on the floor. <laughs> oh my god. You're adorable. Oh, you're the best. I don't think anyone else would have tried something like this. It was so sweet. Greg walks over, sort of like sullenly sits down on their bed. After Soul finishes laughing, they look over, kind of look at Gro's expression. Gro sort of looks shocked. Make a sense motive check, please. Oh no, my worst one! A 16! 16, That's like one of my best rolls! Mm, Yeah, Gro definitely looks sort of shocked. Soul goes over and sits on the bed next to Gro. So, what's going on now? Oh, just coming to terms with things, I guess. Things? <laughs> Gross makes a gesture at themselves. Okay, so you have no idea how to change this. Well, I make, a, make another perception check. That is a 28. A 28. Okay, you get the feeling that Gro is hiding something from you. Well, that, should, um, that, would te- that would technically be a sense motive check, so that's that's incorrect. I'm sorry. Okay, so what sorry. was my perception? <laughs> do I have to do another sense motive? Yeah, do another sense motive. Ugh! It's my yeah, worst six. skill! Yeah. I... I... I'm not sure. Like I said, I was hoping you would be happier, and now we're stuck like this. And so, like, raises their eyebrows. There's no such thing as stuck. Grogue grabs you, sort of around the, the the chest, actually. What what are we going to do? <laughs> Soul starts to look a little confused. I don't know, we could ask for help if you don't know. I guess I mean more in the short term. Grogue kind of like looks you in the eye. What what are we going to do? Oh. <laughs> An actual verbal oh. I see. Bear is tinted a <laughs> smile. Soul like looks like they're thinking something over. What side of the bed is grow on? Closer to the pillows or to the end? Closer to the end. Hmm. Soul's gonna get up mm-hmm. and walk over to turn and face grow from the front. And Soul leans over, looking at grow in the eyes, mm-hmm. and then just smiles. And then uh, they, they take their hands and push grow down onto the bed. Oh my. You don't have to talk like that, you know. Oh my? <laughs> Soul rolls their eyes. Fade to black. You feel a hand sort of stroke through your longer hair. So. So? If you had to stay like this, would you? And Soul thinks about it. Mm, I don't think so. Nothing wrong with it. If I was born with this body, then yeah, this would be my body. Which is amazingly good looking. Grow chuckles. (laughs) In the end, it's not me, and I can change things naturally about my own body that I grew up with. I'd rather be my old self with slight changes instead of such a 
Sol lifts up the blanket a little <laughs> to just check themselves out. Such a big change, per se. I mean, it wasn't that big. Sol just looks over and, like, raises their eyebrows. I mean, <laughs> not to be rude. Oh, because you've experienced more. No, I'm just saying I, I think I'm bigger. <laughs> well, we can always compare, right? I mean, not right now. Okay. So when? Grill laughs. Hmm. I was, Thanks. um... I was joking about not being able to turn us back, you know. Oh, I'm well aware. Okay. Just you think it. how mad I'd be if that was the case? I mean, that's what I was trying to find out. <laughs> I can, uh... I, uh... I, I don't think his... Mother would be very happy with you. And I don't think you'd risk her wrath. Well, it just means that I would become the protector and you could adventure around the world. Soul Trugs, I mean, if you want to be stuck here, whatever. Well, at least it would buy you your freedom. Soul looks a little disappointed in Trugs. They don't say anything, though. I'm, I'm sure we'll figure something out. I plan to. Well, I can turn us back if you want. Yeah, that would be good. Okay. Gro gets up and sort of cleans themselves off and walks over, you know, picks up some stuff on a table, looks around for a little bit, stretches, mm-hmm. and then walks over and casts a simple spell on you. Okay. You sort of have the same feeling you had before, but in reverse. The world seems to grow around you instead of shrink. And you look uh-huh. at yourself and see your skin become softer and more smooth. Your hands become, you know, your fingers become smaller and thinner. And your voice returns to normal. Oh. And what was the belt for? Oh, the, the belt's just to cause it to happen. Reversing it's a simpler matter. Oh. Alright. He goes over and picks up one of the belts and tosses it to you. So grabs it. It's, um, it's called a... a girdle of opposite gender. Interesting. What a very specific name. Yes, um, I picked a few of them up a few days ago after our conversation. I thought it was something that would be they shrug. Interesting, I guess. Mm-hmm. Soul's kind of staring at Gro's body now. Mm-hmm. Now that they're back what they're used to. Mm-hmm. They kind of look mischievous. What? Well, you're still <clears throat> fairly cute. But, um, but this is the wrong body. I mean, it's still you, right? Well, yes, but if if you're female, then I should... What's the matter? Gro looks genuinely confused. And Sol actually pulls Gro onto the bed and then kind of gets on top of them. What are you, what are you planning? Oh, nothing. I just want to see if I can make something happen. And fade to black. And so just kind of hovering over Gro's face, just smirking. So how was that? That was, that was nice. Uh, very mm-hmm. nice. But I mean, I don't understand. They were looked very bemused and now they, their eyebrows kind of scrunch a little. Confused? Well, this is, this is the wrong body. We, you just used that with me just a bit ago. Right, but that was when you had a male body. Like, Soul just kind of looks around. That doesn't matter? <laughs> Gro nods slowly. All right. Are 
Are you okay? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay. Do you want to go to sleep? Uh, no, I'm kind of awake. What about you? Are you tired? No, I guess not. Grog scooches up and sits up. Was it wrong of me to do that? If if you were uncomfortable, I'm really sorry. No, no, I just, I wasn't expecting that, that's all. All shapes and sizes. Everyone's wonderful. <laughs> Grog is going to kind of stand up and brush themselves off and concentrate on a spell. And mm-hmm. their body shifts back to their original form. That, <clears throat> that didn't quite go as I expected, but it didn't go poorly either. Sol just looks kind of concerned. It was fun. <laughs> Grow nods. Yeah, I think that's a good word for it. <clears throat> Sol's just wiggling back and forth on the bed, unsure of what to talk about now. I don't think my body should that. I'm good. <laughs> Grow sort of just nods without saying anything. And what about you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable like this, I guess. I just... You guess? Like, like I said, I, I sort of misunderstood what you said last time. And Sulk nods. And it's just like, this boy got a weird idea of things. <laughs> Sulk flips around to the other side of the bed and then starts to collect their clothing. So, not to, to change the subject too much, but what do you intend to do about your parents? Well, it's just mom here, right? Actually... So, like, just jolts their head back to look at him. You brought me here while my dad was here? I mean, he's... He's been in the East Wing and hasn't really left it. I didn't think it was a problem. And so, just more hurriedly puts on their clothes and they're just making frustrated noises. I I really didn't think it would be a problem. And they rub the bridge of their nose and they look back. I'm not mad at you. I'm just upset about the circumstance. I'm going to breathe about this for a second. Fuck! <laughs> Girl laughs. Like, after they finish putting everything on through several times of just swearing, they go over to the bed, they get on their knees, and they just face plant onto the side of it. You feel kind of, you feel kind of a gentle pat on the back of your head. It'll, it'll be okay. I promise. <laughs> I was only mentally prepared for mom. Well... You don't have to talk to them tonight. I'm hoping... Sulk wiggles their head back and forth. Did you read the letter that I wrote my mom? Didn't figure it was my business. And Sol nods. Well, I asked if she would tell me about what the protector actually does, pretty much. So, I was hoping to get my answer when I talked to her. But I just don't know what to do if Dad's here. How is he gonna look at me? Oh, and how am I gonna talk to him about things if Mom's around? Grog rubs your shoulders as you're freaking out. Well, you don't have to talk to them tonight. There'll be other times. And Sol just looks up at him. But they know I'm here! They know you stopped by, but they don't know you're here right now. Probably. Possibly. Okay, they probably know you're here right now. You're a big liar! And then they beat against his gut, and they pout, and they kind of go into, like, fetal position on the ground, their backs against the bed, and they're just kind of all curled up and pouting. Should have made you come a couple more times. An eyebrow goes up. Oh, really? Yeah. Then 
Maybe you'd feel all indebted to me or something. I mean, I already kind of feel that way all the time, so... And Sol kind of looks a little guilty. I'm sorry. For what? I don't know. Indebted? What do you mean? Well, it's just that if it weren't for you and everything, I would probably still be... I'd be someone's apprentice somewhere trying to scrounge together a life. But because of you, I have a real future. I have hope. I have love. Soul smiles. You're the most talented wizard in the town. You would have had an easy life no matter what. I would have never been as driven to excel if it weren't for you. Soul smiling to themselves. You're what inspired me. Thank you. I just apologize that when I have ideas, they don't often work so well. He holds up one of the belts. A grimace forms on Soul's face. Should I get rid of these, or do you want to keep one? I mean, we might as well keep one in case you want to from time to time. And Soul sticks out their tongue. I figured you might want to keep one and use it to torture your friends. Right. No, that's not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably that, right. That sounds mean. Soul's kind of blushing. I'll at least see if I can talk to Mom. If I have to talk to Dad, then so be it. All right, then. Soul's just giving puppy dog eyes where they're like, I have to be a responsible adult now. Stop. (laughs) Stop judging me for my actions. I already feel silly about everything. They get up and they start walking towards the door. Has Gro actually gotten dressed yet? (laughs) No, I guess not. Technically. (laughs) So Soul kind of like looks back. (laughs) He uh, quickly throws on his clothing. You know, I forgot to ask you something the other day. What's that? Who was at the door that one morning, anyways? Oh, it was one of the servants. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Soul goes to open up the door. You open the door, and standing there, looking pretty miffed, is a middle-aged elf woman. Is that my mom? Yup. <laughs> the face of horror just strikes Soul's face. <laughs> Instinctively start to turn to like run. They start to step backwards. They start to do the turn. They see Grow right behind them. They start to turn back forward <laughs> to face their mother. <clears throat> Hello, mother. Mm-hmm. She's not smiling. No, in, uh, in I wouldn't think so. Currently, she's uh, she's not happy at all, as it would appear. The grimace. The grimace is so real right now. She's kind of have a bit of a brow furrow going on. Bit of a frowny time situation. Ah. Uh, Soul looks back at Gro and just has, like, so many emotions flashing through their face currently. Gro looks semi-terrified for you. <laughs> he kind of mouths, I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be. The Soul takes a deep breath and turns. <clears throat> Hello, Mother. How have you been? Soliana, you have explaining to do. Explaining how? What have I done recently? Soliana, (laughs) do not treat me as some other rube. Out with it. Where have you been? Learning things. Many things. Good things. Learning a lot. (laughs) Soldiers is grimacing and slowly, like... Curling into themselves. <laughs> M- mother. 
please. Um, wouldn't it be better to talk somewhere else where it's not just a doorway? You're right. Come with me. We'll walk mm. through the gardens. Grow, stay there. <laughs> so reaches back instinctively for their, like, support person at this point. <laughs> like, Grow looks both, like, simultaneously sad for you and relieved for himself. Soul shoots daggers at that point. You bastard. You're <laughs> leaving me to die. He kind of gives you a couple of, like, thumbs up. You got this. Soul looks offended. Crosses their arms, pouts, and kind of stomps after their mother. She's already walking her way out to the gardens. Soul's ears are down. They are, do not look pleased with the circumstances. Soul is forcing their old accent out, but I think, I think from time just being away, their new accent has just become their actual comfort accent now. Right, Whereas right. it used to be the old one was a comfort one and they've been faking it. Yeah. I mean, after a while of doing a certain voice, it just becomes a natural way of talking. Mm-hmm. And so Sol decides to just drop it. Mom, I'm... Mother, I'm sorry. Be that as it may, you still haven't answered my question. The rest of the servants and the household might believe Gro's stories that you're off at another academy. She looks you up and down, but I know better, so I would appreciate the truth. Well, you promise you won't get mad at me? No. Oh, then I don't want to tell you! You don't really have an option. Yes, I do! Stops, turns, and looks straight through your soul. I'll do whatever I want. It wasn't a lie, though. I have been learning. I didn't Just... say it was a lie. I want the truth. No, I'm not at an academy currently. She kind of takes a slow breath. Fine. And where have you been? Ville? Ugh. All over Ville? Awkward smile. She just scowls at you. And what have the humans been teaching you? <laughs> A first thought was Siva, and then Sol, don't think about that right now. Don't think about um, Siva. Don't think about Siva. <laughs> it's like, don't... So what have you been doing in Ville? Don't say doing Siva. Don't say doing Siva. <laughs> doing... Levet? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I first got there... I got stuck in the Deadlands for about a year on accident. You you went into the Deadlands. It was kind of forced. I, I kind of was tied up and forced to do things via contract for a while. You, you are nobility. Eh, they didn't know. I mean, half of the people I know don't even know about our village, so why would they care? It doesn't matter to anyone other than us. So, like, kind of shuffles their feet. She scowls again. It should matter to you. Soul shrugs. I don't know. I don't know why it should. Because soon, sooner than you think, you're going to become the protector of this village. Soul starts to roll their eyes and then they immediately just look down at the ground. They know better than to roll their eyes at their mother. I know it's happening soon-ish. And it's a serious responsibility. I'm aware, but I want to know why. Her jaw kind of clenches. All of that revealed. Soul starts to, like, walk past her in the garden. Yes, yes, that's what everyone says. It's a tradition to do things this way. So elegant, so refined. Definitely doesn't leave questions. 
I had questions too, you know. Oh, that's great. Hundreds of years ago. Yes. But you know what I did? Oh, you took up your responsibilities. And do you know what I got for it? Their jaw clenches. And they look up. They want to say it so bad. They want to hurt their mom in a way. But they don't at the same time. It's really terrible. And they just kind of glare. You get to stay here forever. Never really doing too much other than existing. And having someone just gallivanting off whenever they want. Your father is doing his duty. I am doing mine. I'm sure he is. Not every partnership works the same way. So why would I want that? You don't have that. Have you seen the way Gro looks at you? Yes. Do you think for a second that he would betray that trust? No. And to answer the question from earlier, what I got for doing my duty was you. A lot good I did for you. She takes a step closer and puts her arm on your shoulder. And I think it was worth it. I think you have a lot to sort through, but you also have a lot to look forward to. You're still young. Their eyes start looking around. They're trying to think of things to look forward to. They're not coming up with very much. And so they just look really confused. What? (laughs) What would be to look forward to? I think you have a lot to look forward to. Respect. Uh The honor of service. The joy of understanding that you're the one keeping the entire village safe. That everyone is safe because of you directly. It's a major responsibility, but it's it's kind of exhilarating. Also, I think you'll be focused on other things. Gives you like a coy smile. You and Gross seem to be getting along more than you used to. Well, I'm sure it won't be all changed. bad here. Exactly. And things won't be all bad for you here either. And no, you might not be able to leave like you want to, but it won't be that long until you have a daughter of your own. Soul cringes, full body. It's not so bad. I don't want a family, Mom. Well, you understand the bloodline has to continue. Well, I don't understand why, and I'm saying if you would just tell me, maybe I could figure out a way to change it. That's not really how it works. It's not really how And the soul puts their hands over their face, because I think they've gotten too used to their party mates. Yeah. And they just look surprised at their own action at this point. I think you've spent a bit too much time away from home, but your wedding isn't for a little while longer, so... Please, Mom. I'm, I'm not, begging you. I'm not going to force you to stay here, at least until know, after the wedding. but please just tell me. Soul kind of clutches at their mother's dress kind of like they would when they were little she looks at you deeply in the eyes and says I can't tell you yet but I want you to understand it is important it will all be clear after the wedding during the ceremony and Sol just drops their hands and just looks down (sighs) I don't I just don't understand you will soon just have some patience Is 80 years not patient enough? 80 years will go by in the blink of an eye. Besides, there's lots of things you can do here. I see... Soul doesn't seem as amused anymore. You can do 
pretty much whatever you want to here. <sighs> How's your music been going? Soul like looks more alert. They kind of look like they were starting to ignore the conversation for a bit because they were just down, put out pretty much. But they perk back up after the music thing. Um, good. I'm I'm really good at music. You always have natural aptitude, and you could spend a lot of your time here practicing your art. Mm. You could master every instrument you wanted. But I don't need to, for one thing. Not a need, necessarily. It's a want. <sighs> it's whatever you want to do when you're here. I'm fine with just visiting Mom, but I can't stay yet. I understand. I am not asking you to stay. Not yet. I understand you're still young and you have so much life in you. And you just want to get out there and see the world. Well, I know you're still young and you want to see the world. And it is a great big world out there. But you have so much time. So much more than you realize. To be stuck here? Only for a little bit. And then for someone else to do it. It's not like that. It's an honor and a duty of our family. It's our purpose. Honestly, it would make things a lot easier if I understood why. It would be so much easier to just accept things if I just knew why about so many things. And I understand that that is a difficulty of being young, but just give it time and have a little faith. Will make sense to you soon. I believe in music and travel. That's where my faith lays. I just... I don't understand how you can seem like you're talking like you understand how I feel. But the words that come out say that you're not. You have no idea. Did you even leave before you accepted? Oh, yes. I traveled quite a bit. I made friends. Saw much of... Well much of the world as it was. And why did you come back? Because I knew it was my place. That I belonged here. And I'm glad I did. <sighs> Look, only wanted to come back for a short bit. Not for a long bit. She nods. Well, if you decide to visit again before the wedding, I would appreciate another talk. <sighs> okay. That sounds reasonable. Can I? And Sol starts to look a little flustered. Ask you something. What is it? How much do you know about <clears throat> me and girl? She gives you another kind of coy smile. Well, I know that after the contest, the two of you seemed distant, you especially, but I'm glad to see that, well, that you've softened a bit. I understand that he's from a different class than you, and that might be hard to accept. Soul just makes this face where their head kind of recoils a little. Why would that matter? Just seemed to react poorly to him, that's all. And you used to be such good friends with him. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was before I found... <clears throat> um, it didn't have to do with him, is all. I, yeah. Soul keeps looking like they want to say something, but this immense guilty face just appears on their expression and they just can't bring themselves to bring it up at all. I wanna I don't know I feel like Gro's actually on my side for things so it's nice for once. Especially cause I don't know, everyone always wants 
something from me, it seems. I don't know. Well, if you ask me, I think the two of you make an excellent pair. Yes, we're fine together. And I think if you give it a chance, they'll give you a nice family, too. Shudder. Immediate shudder. It's really not so bad. Oh. I've had enough body changes in a lifetime from tonight. Good. What does that mean? Mm, nothing. <clears throat> nothing. Sorry, Mom. Hmm. Soul just looks really flustered. Well. Look, there's just some things you just don't talk about with your mom, okay? I'm sorry. That's fine. Look, I'm, I'm going to go back. Your father's returned from a diplomatic mission recently, and he's actually in town. So, if you don't mind, I'm going to go back. And spend some time with him. Oh, so like instinctively grabs her arm. There's just a lot of fear on their face. Can I, would he, and they look really sad for a second. Would he want to talk to me at all? Fine if he doesn't. I understand. He doesn't, he's busy. I get it. Never mind. I'm, I'm just going to go back and spend some time with Crow. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Your father doesn't know you're here. And it seems like. You have a bit of a chip on your shoulder right now. I can tell him you're here if you'd like, or it can be our secret. And so shuffles their feet again. It just, I know I have to talk to him about something eventually. I just, I don't know when's a good time. And to be honest, I thought you guys would hate me. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Hate you for, it's perfectly normal to get cold feet before a wedding for anyone. For our family especially. And Sol tilts their head. But they've got tears going down their face and they, they, they're probably making... It's not, a, it's not a good cry. It's an ugly cry. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. What do you mean? Well, a marriage for most... For most people, a marriage is a lot of responsibility and a lot of compromise. For our family, it's even more so. She strokes the feather that's on her necklace. So it's perfectly understandable for you to get a little nervous beforehand and want to see the world first. Like I said, I did the same thing. Did you love Did you love Dad before you married him? I barely knew him. You had the benefit of marrying someone who you were friends with from childhood. You're right. I'm sorry. It's all right. She holds her arms open to her sides. And Soul like runs in for a hug. It's all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Did she have any kind of pet name for you as a kid? Probably My Little Sunshine. Okay. She's going to kind of coo that to you in your ear as you're hugging. She strokes the back of your head and tries to reassure you that everything is going to be okay. Everything's so confusing. <laughs> Only for a little while longer. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> There, there. It's, it'll be okay. <laughs> now look, you go enjoy the rest of your night, alright? And Sol just kind of nods. They feel like a little kid again, pretty much. This is like reverted them back to a child. <laughs> okay. They rub their face, rub off as many tears as they can. I'll go back inside then. Alright. Mom? Yes? I love you. I love you too, Soliana. Salt runs back inside. Right. Your mom sort of just turns and looks up at the, the night sky. Sol gets into the room with all the windows, the lounging courtyard room. 
and they look back to see what their mom's doing. She is making her way back to the other side of the house. And Sol heads for Gro's room. All right. You walk into Gro's room, and you find it empty. Empty? Mm-hmm. And Sol looks very perplexed. You can keep waiting for me. Okay. Hmm. Look in the closet? You open the closet, you see, you know, a bunch of Gro's clothes hanging in there. Huh. All right. If I could, could I tell if someone was hiding in this room? You can make a perception check, yeah. Okay. That's a 20. (laughs) Okay. Nothing. You look around and you don't see anyone in the room and you don't hear anyone in the room. Okay, so looks around one last moment and then starts to head to exit the room. They look back one more time, really confused, and they open the door. Okay. As you reach out for the door, you feel uh, two arms grab you from behind. (laughs) What? As you look down, you see Gro's arms shimmer into vision from invisibility. That's my trick! <laughs> ah, figured a turnabout was fair play, as usual. And what, pray tell, did you have planned for being invisible? Oh, I just wanted to make sure you weren't getting too much of an earful from your mother. You were there the whole time? I felt it was my duty to intervene on your behalf if you needed me. And now Soul kind of thinks is like... Maybe that's why she didn't tell me. <sighs> no, it's... Well, it feels a little weird now because I know that you saw me crying. Sol tries to rub their eyes because I'm sure they're kind of puffy. Mm-hmm. I just... I want to say more half the time, but I know it would only hurt her. She doesn't get why I left. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Gross arms are still around Sol currently, right? Yeah. And Sol wraps their arms kind of around him. Mm-hmm. That way, like, from behind? Yeah. From in front? Yes. Y- you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, I-, I can see this. And they just kind of sigh. Had nothing to do with cold feet for a wedding. I just don't get it. Well, we just have to make them understand. I mean, just tell them no. I feel like that conversation attempted to be a no and did not go my way. <laughs> It didn't. Maybe if we both stand up to her. That way she doesn't... I want you to get you in trouble. Well, if she thinks it's just cold feet then for the wedding, then having me help you and back you up would maybe make her realize that it's a deeper problem. He shrugs. Maybe. Or maybe she just really doesn't want to tell you. Maybe it's really terrible. Maybe whatever it is is awful. And if she figures if she tells you then you'll run away and she won't be able to give it to you and she'll be stuck with it so maybe soul looks up and glares maybe it's some kind of awful curse and the only way for her to get rid of it is to pass it on to you so she can escape it if it was a curse you would figure out a way to save me he shrugs maybe 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 if you were nice to me and you're saying i haven't been nice to you no i'm saying in the future maybe you won't be Soul pouts. Mean. He kisses the top of your head from behind. I've gotten enough abuse today, is what I'm thinking. He chuckles. And Soul squeezes him. <sighs> you drive me crazy. Hmm. Good. <sighs> oh, you're incorrigible. Finally, the feeling's mutual. It took you long enough. I'm sorry. I was preoccupied with other thoughts. <laughs> I just... 
Ugh, so many things are just so confusing. But, like Mom said, she went off first before she got married. I guess this is normal. See? It's just what you always wanted to be, right? And Sol, like, looks confused. I wanted to be like my dad. And then they kind of stop. And they look really upset at themselves. Hmm. You enjoy the finer points of diplomacy and contract writing? I mean, I mean, people are hard to talk to. Yeah, but I mean, it's one thing to put on a show in front of people at an auditorium. It's another thing to deal with ten days straight of bureaucrats and contract You don't think I could handle it? I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that you might go mad from boredom. Well, Dad always made it sound fun. He always seemed happy about going out and doing the probably got a nice sense of accomplishment from it, I guess. Aww. And Sol starts to, like, remove Gro's arms. And besides, when all this goes down, and eventually, if you become the protector, then I would not... I wouldn't just leave you here. You know that, right? Sol's ears go down. They don't look at him. That said, if, we'll figure a way out. We'll figure a way around this. And then... A very quiet, quiet soul voice just escapes and is just like, Even still, he was gone so long. How do I know that you won't? He kind of like goes down to sort of a kneeling position and like looks you dead in the eyes. And you can just see this expression of total concern and earnestness. I would never abandon you. You know I'm like, there's a lot of hurt. A lot of just their thoughts on what their father's done mm-hmm. is just on their face. They just look hurt. I just, I try not to think about it. And then seeing mom, <laughs> suddenly everything just got brought back to center focus. And I just, I don't want to be alone in a tower waiting and just existing. Well, everyone gallivants off without me. He stands up, puts his arms around you, hugs you tightly, and says, I would never abandon you. (sighs) And Sol, like, just kind of buries their head into him. So, Gro, he kind of holds you a little bit tighter. He reaffirms that he would never abandon you. And the two of you will figure this thing out together, and you'll either get the answers we're looking for, and either fix the system, or we'll just we'll just leave together. You'll just walk. They'll they'll never find us, and you don't ever have to do this if you don't want to. And we can just be together that way. He nods his head while it's up against yours. <sighs> you won't ever have to do this if you don't want to. It could just be the two of us. We can make a go of it anywhere with your talents and my better talents. <laughs> Soul rears back and punches him. He laughs. A very good smack. <laughs> yeah, he deserves it, but he's quite happy with this turn of phrase. I used to be better than you, you butt! Yeah, and then you went into stasis for a year or something, and I... I didn't act- exist, apparently. <laughs> and I just spent the time actually becoming a good wizard. So... <laughs> Oh, are you blaming me for not training during this time where I just didn't exist? No, I'm saying you abandoned your your magic studies oh, to become... Oh, okay. A, you abandoned your magic studies to become a bard. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. Yes. <laughs> he laughs. Zul's still lightly punching him. Ugh. You make me so frustrated sometimes. He kind of looks at you slightly, and what are you going to do about it? And Zul kind of stops, and they look up. There's a twinkle in their eye. Close your eyes. Oh. As you command, Master. He closes his eyes. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the term you said you preferred. Yeah, it's getting real old. <laughs> <laughs> and so Sol reaches up and unclicks the cloak. Mm-hmm. And just lets that drop. And they're like still looking at him, making sure his eyes stay closed. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, as quietly as possible, remove their own clothing. Mm-hmm. And I rolled his first stealth for a 29. That's a very good stealth. <laughs> Am I soundless? <laughs> yeah, basically soundless, yes. Um, Soul checks again to make sure his eyes are still closed. Mm-hmm. He's standing there, eyes Can I open my eyes yet? No, not yet. Very well. And Soul puts a couple fingers on his chest. Mm-hmm. Kind of start to, like, walk around him while trailing their fingers behind them. Just to do a whole rotation around him. Yeah. And then they start to unbuckle his shirt then. Takes a little bit. <laughs> and they slide that off of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they put their hand on his abdomen. Mm-hmm. Kind of does another circle again. Opposite direction. Yeah. And then but they yeah. don't do anything. They're teasing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as much as possible. Yeah. And, and he is very much aware of this. He's sort of clenching his his fists slightly. Soul is enjoying themselves immensely. Mm. <laughs> this is like their own form of torturing. <laughs> but he's managing to maintain a smile. Soul stands on their tiptoes and starts to kiss around his neck. Mm-hmm. And fade to black. Oh, Soul pushes him off as much as they can. Okay, he moves back. What is everything all right? Did I? Did I hurt you? Soul just has this panicked face on their face. (laughs) (laughs) Spell. Oh, damn, you're right. He snaps back very suddenly. Soul actually looks genuinely scared. He casts the spell on himself. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not entirely sure what came over me. It's okay. Soul had their hand out because they pushed him. Mm -hmm. And they just kind of kept it out. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it starts to go back, but it's obviously just shaking. Yeah. His demeanor seems to have shifted immediately and he actually now lays down next to you and holds you. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, and I think Soul's still got all these pent-up emotions just from releasing some of them earlier. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're everywhere. They're yeah. every fucking where. Well, it's been a weird night for Soul. Just yeah. <laughs> it really has. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I... They just curl up. Oh, I didn't mean to make you upset. No, it's not. It's, you haven't upset me. I I feel like I've upset you. I'm not I'm not mad at you, I promise. I just got scared. Really scared. He kind of pulls you in and kind of cradles you. <sighs> this place is making me go crazy somehow, I swear. Sulk snuggles into him. They prop their head up to look at him in the face to see what he's... If they can read his face... He sort of looks concerned and slightly sad. And he's just sort what of are you hold- thinking? And he's just kind of holding you tightly. 
I'm, what are you thinking, girl? I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's, I it's okay. I should have known better. I, I teased you first. It, it's my fault. I'm sorry. <sighs> Maybe I should just permanent version of that spell? Soul looks really surprised. Or he shrugs, or at least a longer lasting one. Hmm. Think deep down. Yeah. Soul still understands the duty to their lineage and stuff. So I know part of them, when Gro was suggesting becoming the protector, there was a slight hint of the back of Soul's mind where they're like, well, no, that's my job. You mm-hmm. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's my family line. It's my thing. So there's still this sense of duty that's there. It's it's just there's a lot of rejecting it constantly. When he was like, this could be a permanent. No, don't do that. We can't do that. And these are thoughts that are just cycling and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when he says the longer lasting one, Soul's like, okay, I can deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as it's not like permanent. I think a longer lasting one would be nice. It would probably worry me less i don't know and be easier for you then yeah yeah i think i think i can i can come up with something and soul looks really embarrassed this has been a weird evening <laughs> he kind of like leans back into his pillow yeah it really has and a lot of that is my fault no your soul kind of wiggles up and they're kind of perched on their elbows and stuff they're on their stomach looking at him i don't blame you for anything I want you to know that. He smiles at you, says nothing, and just leans in for a long kiss. Oh, Soul's into that. Soul is going to attempt to use their tongue. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. Good job, Soul. Grows <laughs> taken aback by this sudden change in style, and a moment later, you can tell he's into it. Cool. He, he returns the gesture, and... Before you know it, the two of you are enjoying some kisses. Yeah. (laughs) This seems to reignited the mood, and he sort of slowly leans you back onto your back again. And fade to black. Soul is out of commission. (laughs) Yeah. It seems that that was pretty much all the steam that Gro had left in him as well. So just about to go to sleep, and then we, like, open one eye to look at him real quick. Mm-hmm. I only really have one eye to open to look at him anyway, so. That's true. <laughs> they wiggle up, kiss his forehead, they kind of plop back down, they look at him for a couple more seconds, and then they fall asleep. Yeah, he's unable to muster the strength to even open his eyes. Mm-hmm. He is exhausted after the marathon that just took place. Cool. <laughs> So, at least four hours go by. <laughs> yeah, at least four hours go by. Yes. Hmm. Soul opens their eyes. Mm-hmm. Or I looks over. Is Gro still sleeping? Gro is actually already out of bed. Oh. You see him standing over by one of the arcane tables in the room. Is he wearing his cloak? Yes. Damn. Okay. Does he have more cloaks? Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, he's got other cloaks. Soul casts invisibility on themselves. <laughs> okay. And they they get out of bed. Mm-hmm. They sneak over to his closet. Mm-hmm. They grab another cloak. Yeah. 
which makes that invisible, if I remember correctly, once it's on. So I try to do that quietly inside the closet. I think the act of taking a cloak, though, I think the act of, like, looting an item... Damn. ...also breaks invisibility. But you can right. cast it again. I mean, you've got spells. I'll do it. I'll do it again. Okay. Get it on. Cast it again. Mm-hmm. Look over to make sure he hasn't noticed anything. Still hasn't noticed. Okay. They're going to arrange the cloak so that the fluffy part mm-hmm. is mostly around just their face area. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to sneak over mm-hmm. and then put their arms around him from behind. Yeah. So then they appear, of course. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, Roar! He flinches heavily as he's attacked by an invisible assailant. <laughs> he uh, drops the couple of beakers that he was holding. Uh, oh no! <laughs> looks like some sort of strange looking powder on the table. And he turns around, eyes wide, to see what the hell just attacked him. And so, like, looks a little nervous and then just says, I'm a lion now? The look of shock and surprise just becomes one of immediate joy. And he leans in a good morning kiss. Yay! A happy soul. <laughs> sorry, I was sort of caught up in, in no, something. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you drop things. I just wanted to surprise you. I'm no, so sorry. Right. You really seem to like my cloaks, don't you? You wear a lot of them. I think I pull off the look pretty well. I'm not going to argue with that. You do look... So, I think for the first time, more obviously just gives him an up and down look. Mm-hmm. You do look very good. Well, and he looks at you. Now, is your cloak open or is it closed? Let's see. It's probably partially open since they mostly just put the fur around their face. Okay, so he, <laughs> he can he can tell that you're pretty much naked under the cloak. You know, I think you might just look better in that than I do. Sol takes it and pushes it down and then like kind of like wraps it around themselves more. Mm-hmm. Well, of course I do. I'm a lion. Lions always look good in cloaks. <laughs> Soul's face is red, but they're trying to, like, look strong instead. (laughs) Are you a lion? He has a stupid-looking grin on his face as he reaches for his cloak for the hood and, like, pulls it (laughs) around his head to make it look like he has a mane. Mm Mm-hmm. And he gives a pretty silly-sounding roar. (laughs) I love my dork! Oh, it's adorable! (laughs) So Soul's face at first looks delighted that he's roaring, then kind of looks like they're trying to hold something back. And then a little bit of a giggle comes out. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> You're so cute. Oh my goodness. <sighs> he, he reaches out and kind of scoops you up and into his arms. Soul wraps their arms around his neck. Good morning. Good morning. I could get used to this kind of lifestyle. You never could leave me, then. He walks over and sets you on the bed. Hmm. What are you thinking? Shall I have the servants prepare you a breakfast, or do you need to rush back? And Sol's eyes get a little wide, because they realize, whoops, (laughs) what time is it? Oh, it's just barely sun up. I actually woke up a bit early this morning. Ugh, and Sol sighs a relief. I had a bit of an epiphany in a dream, and figured I could make some progress on our, well, on my little project for you. And Sulk looks over, kind of fascinated. Looks like you've been doing quite a bit. Well, it's, it's in progress. I mean, as soon as it's ready, I'll get it to you, but there's a few more things I need to figure out. You'll figure it out. 
You're the smartest person I know, I think. He like, soul thanks again, and then I was like, yeah, no, I think you might be the smartest person I know. Yeah. Pause. Okay. Ooh, you know what? You might be right. Is he actually? Ooh, you know what? I think he might, I think he is. I think is he, he smarter than me? <laughs> oh, what, as far as soul? Soul yeah. stats? Soul's in, is 18. Yeah. Yeah, he's smarter than you. Damn! Oh wow! No, I wasn't. I wasn't even com- comparing him to you. I was comparing him to Karis. Uh, oh, interesting. Karis, Karis has twenty int, and Gro is still smarter. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Well, Gro's a full leveled wizard. Gro is a full leveled elf wizard. He he has an intelligence twenty two. Wowzers! Yeah, he's he's very smart. An honest assessment. Yeah. I don't know. Have I been playing? I, I The thing is, like, I don't feel like I've been playing him as if he was ultra smart. I've just been playing um, him as if he was, like, a decent wizard. <laughs> I so. feel like he's more calculated than showing all his cards at once. That's fair. That's fair. That's he, usually how I can view a smart person as if they don't show off. Mm-hmm. They're probably smart. Yeah. Soul's kind of sitting on the bed and they start to kick their legs back and forth. Mm-hmm. They're just smiling up at him. You are... Really perfect, you know that? Hmm. I don't really believe in perfection, but I appreciate it. Well, I think you're certainly as close as I'll ever see. And Soul kind of just smiles at him. Did I make a good lion this morning? Oh, very scary. Good. You jumped. I did. I did. It's not often you get attacked by an invisible lioness. A slight lip pucker for a second happened at lioness. Mmm. They go back to their normal smile. It was mm. pretty much a flinch. Gotcha. I can be very ferocious. Oh, trust me, I I believe that. I've I can't imagine the swaths of destruction you've left in your wake traveling through Bill. Well, you know, killed a ghost. <laughs> like start messing with the fabric on the cloak. Well they like look really proud of themselves, actually. <laughs> <laughs> killed a ghost. He kinda like moves onto all fours and kinda walks a little bit closer to you. So, tell me of how you slayed a ghost. Well, they instinctively go to reach for their lyre and then realize it's on the floor somewhere. <laughs> they just look over. It's gone. This part of me is gone currently. <laughs> well, I used my lyre and I turned it into a chakram. Yeah. And I hit a ghost so hard. Well, while you're saying this, he leans his head down and sort of rests it on one of your knees. Mm-hmm. As he's staring at you, listening. And I threw it at the ghost so hard. His name was Duncan, by the way. Kisses the inside of your leg and continues listening. Sulk skips a beat for a second and stops and then continues. He flew out into this abyss where I almost fell into two times. He moves his head slightly more to your inner thigh, kisses you again, gives you a sly smile, and continues listening. Should I... Can continue? Oh no, I'm I'm all ears. Please continue. Hey, like soul's starting to blush, and um, <clears throat> then uh, when he was flown into the abyss, these crunching moves. noises. Gro moves his head up, continues to stare up at you and smile. Mm-hmm. Please go on. And soul's just looking at him now. When they're telling the story, they look all over the place because they're remembering things. Mm-hmm. And now they're just looking down at him. Um. And then crunching noises happened, and he just stopped existing. That's how hard I hit him. Tell me more. Um, well, after that, 
all the rooms that were... Gro leans forward and stops you short with a kiss on the mouth. Fade to black. I'll get you back for this. Next time, you're going to be late. What? So, like, attempts to jolt up and then they feel way more dizzy about that than they thought they did? Gro just points to the windows and you can see that the sun's come up a bit more. Why does the sun have to rise? Why do you have to keep coming here for just one night at a time? Because then I'm just going to cause problems if I don't. I already had a talking to before I came here. Maybe you should be more open with your feelings. Maybe explain to them what's going on so they don't try to shoot me if I show up. He shrugs. But I suppose that's up to you. Okay. No, you're right. Really? What? Was that easy? I honestly didn't I- expect that. Soul looks even more angry from the reaction. Well, never mind then. <laughs> they hit him again. <laughs> never mind. It's a terrible idea. I'm never going to do it. No, fine. Keep coming here for one night at a time. They pout and they like kind of roll over to be kind of perched on top of him. But their hips are like over to the side and stuff. It's mm-hmm. mostly their torsos over him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I swear I'm getting you back for everything. You think last night was torturous? Wait till the next thing I come up with. He gives you a sly smile, kisses you on the mouth, and says he can't wait. I guess I should get dressed. He takes one long look over your body and says, I suppose. Soul just flicks their finger at his nose and then rolls over to get off the bed. Gro just sort of lays there on his side, his head propped up under his arm, and he just watches you. (sighs) Why am I so tired? I just had a great restful sleep they lean over on the bed while they're picking their clothing up and then they kind of stop they look over at him and just glare he's got a giant grin on his face this is your fault yes yes i suppose it is (laughs) and they go back starting to put on their clothes and stuff and then after a while they're ready and pouting gro gets up throws on a shirt and pants and asks if you're ready Can I say the answer is yes and no? Well, I mean, if you'd like to stay, I can think of a few more things we can do. Sol has a doofy grin. (sighs) It's tempting. I mean, the baths are right over there. Hmm. I would like that next time, at least. It's been a while. (laughs) I suppose the road has been a bit rough on you. I wasn't going to mention the smell. Sol just punches him, rears back, and really goes for his gut. Ow. Ugh. Ow. You are gonna be so bruised! Yeah, you've got a, you've honestly got a pretty good jab. <clears throat> he kind of coughs a little bit. Soul reflexively flinches and their brain goes, oh no, I fucked up. They go to like touch his stomach and stop and they look at him and their like eyes are slanted and looking at him to see if he's actually faking it or not. Do I do a sense motive? Yeah, please. Yup. Let's do this. 16. 16. Uh, from what you can tell, it looks like you actually winded him. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Soul's he's... gonna go and actually touch his stomach then to see he's okay. Kind of help yeah. him back. It's, like, it's it's fine. I, <sighs> I deserve that. I shouldn't hit you that hard if that's the case. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I'd hurt you. I'm no, sorry. It's, it's okay. Truly. Guess I they kind of blush a little. I guess you do so much to me normally... <clears throat> in other ways, I couldn't think of other things to get you back with other than that. I'm it's, sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Let's get you back on the road, shall we? Adventure awaits. 
The soul just gives him an unenthusiastic look. Sitting on a wagon for days on end. Well, it's still nighttime talks with my favorite person. With the gnome? <laughs> soul just has a deadpan face. No, you. Alright, he holds his hands out. Soul jumps up and wraps their arms around his neck. The familiar feeling of wind moving around you. Mm-hmm. This time, the air that's greeting you is slightly warmer as you're beginning to move to more habitable climbs. Since the caravan has moved so far south now, it's still somewhat chilly, but it's not as frigid as it was. Okay. Not as bad as that one day. Gro immediately realizes he's forgot to bring his shoes, and he's uncomfortable standing <laughs> on the ground. <clears throat> well, good luck. <laughs> Have uh, safe journeys. Mm-hmm. He fidgets and shifts his weight back and forth. I think I'll talk to them about it. Well, if you do, I would be interested to maybe make a reintroduction. I think that would be nice. Sol, like, stands on their tiptoes to, like, lean in to kiss him. He happily accepts your kiss. And Sol lands back down on their heels and then looks at Crow's feet. Mm-hmm. And they just have a silly smile on their face. Not used to the grass? It's just a bit colder here than I'm used to, that's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just seem very bemused. All right, well, he takes a step back and begins casting a spell. Talk to you soon. He nods and uh, the air shimmers around him, and he vanishes. Soul goes back to walk to camp. Okay. You see the rest of the camp is starting to get moving. Mm-hmm. As you duck back into it. Cool, cool. All right. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time! <laughs>